Hello and welcome to ASPA's podcast. My name is Anna Weber and I am ASPA's marketing coordinator. With me today, I have Emily Douglas McNabb and Kate Hynowski. They are both the co-founder and chiefs of Experience Management Institute in Ohio. Thank you both for joining me today. You guys are presenting at our annual conference and we're going to talk about that a little bit. But first, would you mind sharing just a little bit about yourselves? Absolutely. We'd be happy to. Hi, my name is Kate Hinoski. Zana mentioned I'm one of the chief and co-founders of Experience Management Institute, which is a women-owned business located in Columbus, Ohio. Um, Emily and I work with school districts around the country supporting their HR needs um, and strategy development. Um, I've been working in education for over 10 years, um, and then my expertise and background is in process improvements, uh, data analysis, and learning design. And I am Emily Douglas McNabb. We laugh and say that I am the Ying to Kate's Yang. Uh, as the other co-founder of Experience Management Institute, we're so excited to be part of this podcast and chat a little bit about conference, um, which we're very excited about. Uh, for a background on me, I have been working in education for about 17 years and really enjoy, as Kate said, um, supporting organizations and school districts on their HR uh, and process improvement needs. And so we're excited to be here. So you are presenting more than one session at conference, but today we're going to talk specifically about your pre-conference session what is the title and topic of that pre-conference session? So at conference, our pre-conference, I should say, session is called Power Up Your Retention Strategy. And we've done a lot of pre-conference sessions in the past, and we were really excited to kind of do something a little bit different. Uh, every time we present, we always create new content, new slides, do new research, because nobody wants to hear uh, groups give the same presentations over and over, especially to learn about things that are outdated. So we're really excited to talk all about retention and practices that organizations can can do to keep their best people. When I was looking at the titles for the pre-conference sessions and I saw that you guys included Power Up, it made my heart sing a little bit that you were including our conference branding. That just made my little marketing and branding heart so happy that you guys included that. We do try and be intentional and look at where the conference is going (laughs) and trying to figure out how we can fit in with that overall theme. Exactly. I appreciate that a lot. What would motivate someone to come to your session? Kate, I'm going to let you go first. Yeah, I think there's (laughs) a lot of things that we could point to. Um, One thing that I've noticed in particular is while there's a lot of focus around recruitment, talent acquisition, how do you bring people into your organization, and uh, organizations tend to be a lot more deliberative about their strategy for getting new employees. There's less um, focused effort really looking at how do you retain the employees that you currently have. Um, I actually did a quick Google search today just to see, you know, are there positions around individuals in leadership positions and organizations that are focused on retention. Um, And what I found is that there aren't a lot of jobs out there focused specifically on how holistically do we think about our employees and ensure that we're retaining our employees. Where you do see it is in on the student side, especially in higher ed. So how do we retain our students? You see it on the customer side of businesses where they're trying to figure out how do we retain our customers, but nobody's really 
giving that focused attention to employees and thinking about what does that look like holistically as opposed to, you know, one person's concerned about DEI and belonging and another person's looking at our onboarding processes. Somebody else is thinking about exit processes. Somebody else is thinking about what benefits and wellness. So what I hope people get out of this session is coming and starting to think a little bit differently about their employees and what they can do to keep them. And I would add, I think, you know, one of the things that we try and focus on in every presentation we do, regardless of how long it is, is trying to, to engage people, right? To sit in a presentation and listen to somebody talk, even for 20 minutes at you, it gets kind of boring. And so we try to be very thoughtful, especially during these really long presentations to design activities where you can turn and talk to the person next to you. You can uh, audit your current practices. You can leave with ideas for improvement. Nobody wants to sit and listen to a group of people just go on and on and on and on about ways that you can get better. And so uh, we try to be thoughtful in the design of interactive activities. Uh, I think the other piece uh, about some of our presentations and things that we hear pretty frequently is that we like to include lots of stories. So we tell lots of stories about organizations who do uh, really great things, as well as anonymous stories about organizations <laughs> who maybe have things that they could still improve and learn. Uh, and then last but not least, we always try to have fun. You know, we we really, um, we know that adults learn better, again, when they are participating and when they have fun. So we try to be very thoughtfully um, inclusive in the design of all of those stories and activities uh, in the session overall. So it takes a lot of planning and a lot of work. Uh, sometimes we do a really great job with that. And sometimes we don't quite get where we want to get but uh, we try and do that on purpose. So, <laughs> And we always have a good time regardless. We always have a great time. And our team is pretty fun, I will say. And uh, as a team, from a presentation standpoint, our, our team is very diverse in, in all the meanings of the word diverse. And so we have lots of people with different experiences and different training and different backgrounds. So it allows for different people in the audience to kind of um, identify or experience different presenters, which again, also makes things uh, not boring. Three hours is a long time to sit and not have any fun or do any interaction. So I love that pre-conferences are so interactive because I think that it's a different style of learning than I think you see at a lot of other conferences and in other sessions. What is one tool or strategy from your session that employees can implement immediately in their own district? I know one um, activity that in particular we want to do during the session is look at how do you audit your current practices so it can give um, attendees a chance to really kind of assess where they are today and then have some ideas for where to go um, from that point forward and how to actually take action within their own organization. And I think that as we look at the at the at the nation, with all the organizations that are experiencing shortages, we have to be really thoughtful, again, not only about recruitment, but about retention. So if we're not talking about actionable things that organizations can can go, can do, right? And people can take away and say, you know what, I'm going to go back to my organization and I'm going to look at the um, the current information we have, for example, on total rewards on our website and how we're communicating that. Like that's a fail on us. So like Kate mentioned, auditing your current practices and leaving with some sort of game plan that 
and actionable things that people can literally leave uh, with and make make improvements with to hopefully hopefully increase their retention of great people. And just to build on what Emily said, in terms of takeaways, is we always try to weave in examples so that individuals can see they don't have to start from scratch. There's lots of places and things that you can borrow from, adapt. Um, so how do you take what you've already done for recruitment and make that support your retention efforts? How do you take a look at what people have done in the customer service or customer experience space and flip that into something, an experience that you provide for your employees? Um, and what can we share from industries that have made employee experience a priority and how you might you use that or um, look at it within your or own organization? And we're also really conscientious of the fact is that school districts are all different sizes. So some people are a one person shop and some have an entire team. And so that means different things to different people and it looks different in different organizations. So how can we provide a variety of examples that gives everybody an entry point? One of the things that I love about our speakers is we have such a diverse member base. Um, we have people from the biggest districts in the country and people from tiny little districts. And I love that every single pre-conference speaker I've spoken to has talked about making sure that we're being inclusive to all sizes of district because I can understand why it would be so overwhelming to come to our annual conference if you are the only HR person in your district or you're the superintendent who does HR because you have no HR district, no HR department, and just feel totally overwhelmed by all this information. So I just love how many people have said that they're making sure that they're being inclusive to all sizes of district. Um, and I call Kate borrowing and taking things from another department and making them your own parallel development. I do a lot of parallel developing in my job. So now we get to do the fun questions. What are you looking forward to at this year's conference? Hmm. First off, conference is always a great time, right? So, and I'll just say that I, every year, and I think this is my, I don't know, 12th or 13th ASPA conference. I always look forward to ASPA conference every year uh, in October. And, um, you know, there's so many great activities when you look at the agenda, right? So first off, being in Anaheim, how cool. So we're going to be able to go there and see um, everything that that city has to offer. And that's not even touching the content of the conference that's been designed and how things have put together. I think the power-up sessions or the Ignite sessions, excuse me, and those like brief sessions on really different topics are really fun and a way to kind of break up the day. So I would encourage people to kind of look at those and attend some of those. Um, and one of the things that I think ASPA does an amazing, amazing job with is, is organizing a conference that provides individuals with the perfect up and down times, right? So we're gonna do a lot of learning. And then on the relaxing side, we're gonna do a lot of networking. And so one of the things that, you know, I've always encouraged people at conference to do is, is to meet new people and, and, you know, make friends with people who are from your state and make friends with people who are from other states, make friends with people who are chiefs, make friends with people who are recruiters. Because again, that, there you go, Anna, your parallel development. Um, there's so many great things going on that to not learn from each other is, is a huge mistake, right? So 
there's just too many things we can borrow from each other from a practice standpoint to really elevate education as a whole, um, which will help again with the shortage of educators we have in this country. And so not taking advantage of those networking um, receptions and events and time frames, I think is, is a huge mistake. So there would be my couple pieces on why conference is great. And that perfectly fits in with my favorite thing about conference, which is just the people. Um, it sounds like this year's event is going to be another well-attended conference, and that's always super exciting. Um, a lot of the work we do is virtual, so by coming together in conference, it's a chance for us to really connect with people we may have only met over the phone or over Zoom calls. So um, it's a chance to build that connection. It's a chance to see people that we may only get to see once a year. Um, it's a chance to get caught up on what people have been doing, what exciting work has been going on. Um, so it's a fantastic opportunity, as Emily said, to build your network, but also really get some um, fantastic learning. One of my favorite parts of conference is I feel like I know every single one of our members by name because I see all of the names so frequently, but getting to put a face and a personality to the name is so fun. And it just makes it feel like I know all of these people so much better than I probably do. I just love getting to meet our members and see them face to face. It's one of my favorite parts of the whole year is going to see conference and seeing everybody. <laughs> and I know it can be overwhelming for individuals to attend for the first time. But like Emily said, those networking sessions are super helpful for kind of branching out and making some connections that you may have not had otherwise. So definitely take other, advantage of those. Yeah, exactly. And I think the other thing I would add to that is um, our team, for example, we try to be very friendly people because we are very friendly people. And, you know, sometimes I'll say to people like, come on, come, come sit with us, come walk around with us, especially people who have never been to conference before, uh, because a lot of ASPA members are kind of tight knit crew. And sometimes you feel a little overwhelmed. I remember the first ASPA conference I ever went to, I was like, all oh, these people know each other and I don't know anyone here. And so, you know, if I had had somebody to kind of go to who I felt was a safe person who could have, you know, introduced me to some people, um, it probably would have helped a lot. That was a way a long time ago, pre-Kelly. So we're so glad that Kelly's part of ASPA. Um, but the board members are amazing. Um, Kelly, the ASPA staff, amazing. More than welcome to come up and say to us, hey, I don't know anyone. Can I hang out? Sure, we'd love to have you hang out. So, you know, we're always kind of there to, to walk around and talk to people and make new friends. So don't be afraid to come up and, and say, hey. Absolutely. We, we've all been the new person at one point in time. So if you're a new person, let us know. <laughs> and if you're a new person, make sure you go to the first time attendee reception and meet some other first timers. And usually we have a couple of, I guess I'll say veterans. I don't know if that's the right word. Experienced conference goers, people who have been to a lot of conferences and our whole board and all of the staff are there to say hi and just make sure that you're welcomed and have a little bit of a lay of the land. Very true. Thank you both so much for joining me today. It was a pleasure to chat with both of you. And I'm so excited to see you guys in just a couple of weeks. We have a countdown clock on our conference website. And I looked at this morning and the number made me excited and nervous. 
to say that countdown clock makes me feel anxious. (laughs) Yes, we have a lot of work to do in the next 46 days. Um, So... And based Thank upon you when for you being our fabulous podcast, podcast hostess for, <laughs> of course, I, you've made it painless. <laughs> I was gifted with um, the ability to talk. So podcast hosting for me has been an excellent little side career in the ASPA office. That's great. Well, thank you both. And we'll see you soon. Sounds good. See you.